it's not about titles. It's about survival. Becky, who the hell are you? I don't like who she's become. She doesn't like who I've become. If that's the way it is, then, then we're just going to go out there and have a fight. I am who I am. And now, Max Wrestling presents Promo Series 6, Justice Day. Welcome everybody to Promo Series 6, Justice Day. This is your captain speaking and it's our first special event of the new Max era. Uh, congratulations yesterday to Moses Marquez on becoming the first ever television champion to kick off the new era. Yeah, I'm right, thank you sir. And joining us today is also the current reigning and defending Max Wrestling Knowledge Champion, The Phoenix. Hey, I didn't always sleep again. Too drunk to move, so. Yeah. Um, and of course, the only ever four time Knowledge Champion, but today is promo series, which is probably the, the, the worst day for the Knowledge Champion because you got to defend the title at least, well, may, maybe three times. Oh, yippee. I'm actually not sure which is worse for the Knowledge Champion. Is it the Gauntlet or is it the uh, the Champion's Chase? Because both times oh, yeah. we've done the Champion's Chase, we've had a new champion. I forgot about it. It's uh, when it stays on today, isn't it? Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, your opponents are Chad, Moses, and Travis. Uh, they'll be based on the order they came in the final of the Ring of Games yesterday. So, first, you'll be up against Chad... Then you will be up against Travis, and then of course against Moses. Um, today is also the final episode as a co-host for Mike Larkin, but he is not here yet. Uh, so we await Mike's arrival. So in the meantime, uh, we will also be predicting Survivor Series. Hopefully, he shows up before then. Um, but before that, let's get straight into the Knowledge Championship. So up first is the challenger, Chad Malcolm. First round, 30 seconds begins now. Who did Andrade defeat to become NXT champion in 2017? Drew McIntyre. No. Yes. Yes, okay. How many years older than Ric Flair is Vince McMahon? Oh, God. Um, Seven? Four. Colby Lopez is the real name of which Raw superstar? Pass. Seth Rollins. Kane's ring attire has always been primarily what two colours? Red. And <laughs> I don't know, I'm colorblind. Black. Yes. I can't believe I gave you that question. I know, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's the 30 seconds. You scored two. Alright, so a score of two from Chad. Um you also have 30 seconds to answer your questions. But I'm running short on questions today, so if you get more than three before the 30 seconds is up, I'm just going to stop it there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's get 30 seconds on the clock. And your 30 seconds starts 
Now, Eugene was introduced in 2004 as who's kayfabe nephew? Eric Bischoff. Yes. Which TNA original holds the record for the most X Division Championship wins? Samoa Joe. Chris Sabin. Who did The Rock defeat to win his first WWE Championship? Unkind. Yes. Who was the first ever Max Wrestling Knowledge Champion? Uh, Kenny Killer. Yes. Who was Triple H's last televised opponent? Batista. Uh, Randy Orton in Saudi Arabia. And you scored three, so you are still the knowledge champion for now. Um, I thought it'd be a bit of a curveball to throw a Max Wrestling question in there. <laughs> I'm sure Batista at WrestleMania his last match. Yeah, then he um, fought Randy Orton in Saudi. I thought that was before the WrestleMania, though. Oh well. Uh, yeah, he's done a couple of house shows since then, but the one in Saudi was his last televised match. Okay. <laughs> so, um, next opponent is Travis the Walker Anderson. Uh, 30 seconds for Trav starts now. Who is the current NXT Cruiserweight Champion? I don't know. <laughs> uh, pass. It's Roderick Strong. Between 1998 oh. and 2001, which WWE pay-per-view traditionally took place in December? Um, Survivor Series. Armageddon. In what year did Mark Henry defeat Randy Orton for the World Championship? 2012. <laughs> 2011. Ah, oh, well, well. Uh, Neil Poir. What are the odds of, like, Phoenix getting zero? <laughs> Don't jinx it. Hey, um, <laughs> you know me. All right, so um, you, you literally just need one to retain the title in this one. Which is great for me because, again, um, I don't have that many questions. So if you get one right, I'll just stop it right there. Mm-hmm. All right. Your 30 seconds starts now. Big Show first won the WWE Championship in what year? 1999. Correct. Stop the clock. <laughs> well, that was easy. easy today. It is easy. Two defenses in like a minute. Um, congratulations. Still knowledge champion. And finally, it is first ever four time knowledge champion versus first ever TV champion. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get this shiznit going. It's also a very classic rivalry. Winner take all. It is not winner take all, no. <laughs> if it was only so easy. Okay. Um,. Moses up first as the challenger. Your 30 seconds begins now. How many of Bob Armstrong's sons became wrestlers? Pass. All four. Who teamed with X-Pac in 1999 despite never officially joining DX? Pass. Kane. In what year did Shane McMahon return to WWE after seven years? 2014. Oh, 2016. Who holds the record for the longest reign as Intercontinental Champion? Mr. Perfect. Honky Tonk Man. Who did Stone Cold Steve Austin defeat at WrestleMania 18? 
played. Oh my god. Uh, oh my god. Pass. <laughs> Fuck. Are you kidding me? Scott Hall. Oh, no wonder I didn't know that one. He took a stunner and ended up on the moon. Oh yeah, that's that. Okay, no, I do remember <laughs> that one now. All right. Um, so again, uh, an easy score for Phoenix to beat. You need one to uh, walk out of here with a clean sweep. Mm-hmm. I'm walking for those. Um, but I think I've got enough questions to finish it off, so I will do the full 30 seconds. Okay. Okay, your time starts now. In what arena did the infamous 1996 curtain call take place? Madison Square Garden. Yes. Who was the second mm. woman to win championships in both WWE and TNA? Uh, Mickey James. Tara, or Victoria. Booker T and Stevie Ray formed what tag team? Alum Heat. Yes. Ah, Rey Mysterio okay. debuted in WWE in what year? 2002. Yes. Stevie Richards and Bull Buchanan were part of what faction? Oh, uh, really? right to sense. Right to sense, yes. A score of four. And with a clean <clears> sweep, <throat> still, Max Rasson knowledge, champion, the Phoenix. Untouchable. Um... So the good news is uh, we don't actually know who your opponent's going to be for the maxis, but the bad news is the people will decide. Uh, so we will choose three options next week uh, for the maxis to begin voting. I'm so looking forward to that. <laughs> uh, we do know that Mike is next in line for the world championship, but we don't know who the world champion's going to be. Um... The only people that do actually know who the world champion is going to be is Moses and Chad because they've decided the outcome of the promo exhibition you will see later today for the world championship. Mm-hmm. All right, now um, we are going to go into Survivor Series predictions. Phoenix, are you sticking around or are you going to bed? Uh, no, I can stick around for a little longer. Okay. Um, and we still await Mike, so he's going to have to catch up. Now... I have not been keeping up with the storylines, so all I know is it's Raw versus SmackDown. Uh, Do we need to know anything else? Yeah, that's literally the basis for Survivor Series, and it makes no sense because we had the draft three weeks ago. Mm. You see, it's um, like when they posted on Facebook and stuff, but none of it's very memorable. (laughs) No. Is it SmackDown? I bel- no, one of them. Yeah, I think it's Team Raw. Actually, most of them came from Team SmackDown. Seth uh, came from SmackDown. Seth, Balor, uh, Kevin Owens, Austin Fury came from NXT. Bobby Lashley is the only one that's been on Raw consistently. Uh, well, it was meant to be Ray and Dominic, but they ended up taking them off. Yeah, then it would have been the whole team came from SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, but it was like the. But I, I don't get it. Like they took Dominic out because he hadn't been a former champion, and then so then why did they replace Ray with Austin Theory? Again, makes absolutely no sense. Um, I, I, do you know what Survivor Series is one of the big four, and I hate it because there's just no basis for these matches other than it's Raw versus SmackDown. But we don't give a shit because they came from another brand. Mm-hmm. Lazy storytelling, and they couldn't even announce like have qualifiers this year. They announced it all on Twitter and then changed it anyway. It's WWE, WWE. Okay, um, <clears throat> let's kick it off. 
when uh, the Brock was a champion for Raw, and then they changed it. Uh, they were the real champion on SmackDown twice, right before Survivor Series. Yep. Um, all right, this would have been a pretty good rivalry if they were on the same show, but we got U.S. champion Damian Priest, who I, I actually forgot he was U.S. champion before Survivor Series, um, versus IC champion Shinsuke Nakamura, of course, with Rick Boogs in his corner. Goddamn Rick Boogs. Uh, who Moses reminded me yesterday as a former 24-7 champion. That's right. <laughs> um... I think I'm going to pick Priest. Again, I haven't seen any... Well, there hasn't really been much build-up, but I haven't seen any of the build-up. But um, I would think they'd put Priest over Nakamura. Yeah, i got to build a young star, right? Yeah. That would be the idea. Plus, But again, yeah, I'm with you. I'm not following this goddamn product. Um, and it's like... And then they, they don't really do anything come Survivor Series anyway. So, I mean, yeah, fuck it. You know, put the kid over. I would say put the kid over. But at the same time, apparently Shinsuke is not loving his role in WWE. So maybe they, you know, they give him one to help him out, make him feel better. Yeah, and they I, care very they little know. about Nakamura in WWE. Mm-hmm. They never use Nakamura properly. Right, no, they exactly. Um, all right, so Full House for Priest. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, Alright, Tag Team Champions versus Tag Team Champions. We have RK Bro representing Raw versus the Usos. Oh. I say it's got to be the Usos because every time I turn around, like uh, Randy and, and Matt are yelling at each other. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised they've lasted this long. Right. It's mainly just Randy getting all mad and frustrated. And like, well, what did you do? You got to deal with Spicoli all day, man. <laughs> I think Orton wants a, a better position at this point. <laughs> and the, um, but I'm still going to say RK, bro. Right. I don't think there's anything left for Randy to achieve. He's just happy getting paid right now. And getting paid a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good money. Uh, you know what? Let's make it a full house for the Usos. No, I'm going with Arcade. Oh, yeah, you said Arcade, bro. <laughs> Love it, though. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, should we do the men's first or the women? Let's do the women first because um, we got Becky versus Charlotte, part 48. 100. Actually, this is actually the only friggin' match that's been built. Yeah, probably. I mean, and a little bit of highlights, yeah. A little bit of highlights. They've been taking shots at each other. Um, they seem to be the only ones that give a shit about their match. Uh, maybe that's just because they can't stand each other and they want to look better than the other. But uh, mm-hmm. I actually read a pretty interesting prediction for this one. Now, bear in mind, this came from what culture, so take it with a grain of salt. Mm. Um, predicting that Ronda Rousey would make a return to cost Becky Lynch the match. Nah, no thanks. <laughs> Plus, Ronda that. looks awfully comfortable at home. Yeah, she does. Uh, I, I think I'm in the minority. I actually kind of enjoyed Ronda's run. Um, I also like the fact she pissed off Sasha Banks just by being there. 
Yep, that was nice. <laughs> um, if that comes to fruition, um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Charlotte get the roll up. But if it doesn't happen, um, Charlotte just doesn't seem to be giving a shit about what she says or does anymore. So I think WWE would be more invested in Becky Lynch. Uh, uh, Charlotte treats what she feels she can say and do whatever she wants like she's invincible. Yeah, and she's acting like a spoiled brat every single week. So I th- I actually think the Ronda return is unlikely and it's just like a wishful thinking from what culture. Uh, and it's also too interesting for WWE to even comprehend thinking about. So I'm sticking with Becky because Charlotte screwed Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I love that. Is anybody on Team Charlotte? I don't think there. Is. I don't think there is a Team Charlotte anywhere anymore. But <laughs> I mean, she she has burnt some bridges. I tell you what. Yeah. Contemplating it might be like a, a, a no contest, like a double count out or something. They'll fucking just start shooting on each other. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to turn into a house fight. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. like, uh, even Becky has said, like, they have, like, legit heat with each other. Mm-hmm. After the mean, she don't trust her. No. But, I mean, she still is a flair, so. And it's, it's really not that difficult to believe that Charlotte is, like, not giving a shit anymore and not trustworthy after the whole Nia Jax thing. Yeah, right. So it's not just Becky, she's breaking script on. So, full house for Becky. I ain't, yeah, go on. I'm not going with a new nickname, she's still the man. She's fucking big time, Bex. Oh, the man. Uh, yeah, plus Becky needs to look pretty strong because she's got a defense against Liv Morgan coming up and Charlotte's just ducking everybody on SmackDown. Well, yeah, that's what, that's what you do. Yeah, you can... Cowardly heel life. You brag about having multiple championships handed to you. You complain about not being used properly somehow, and then you duck challenges. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Sounds like some Vince Russo <laughs> shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, we gave you every opportunity, bro, but it ain't on you, bro, to do the job, bro. You were like six bros short, but yeah, you were good. <laughs> <laughs> How many bros did you give this match? Oh, six bros. Six bros. Let me tell you, bro, that this is going to happen over here, bro. <laughs> then they're going to go over here, bro. And then, bro, it's over, bro. Uh, okay. WWE Champion versus Universal Champion. Big E versus Roman Reigns. <sighs> Roman Reigns is like the safest bet ever right now. I think Big E needs it more, but they're probably going to give it to Roman, aren't they? Yeah, that, that's my thinking. It would be nice to see Big E get the win. Um, because it seems like he's like... he. Roman Reigns has always looked at as the main eventer, and Big E's kind of in his shadow. Yeah. Mm. Big E's new to the main event scene, isn't he? So. Yeah, and R- Roman just towers over everybody. <laughs> um. So... Safe bet, Reigns. It might not be clean, but I'd say Reigns. No, I have no doubt it won't be clean. Well, I mean, if they're smart, 
But again, how <laughs> often does that really happen these days? <laughs> yeah, you, you, I mean, you want WWE to be smart. Right, yeah, no. I, like I said, yeah. the thing... Oh, my God. I don't know. I keep hearing Dewey's coming. You know, The Rock. The Rock's coming back. The Rock's coming back. Oh, they're pushing his, you know... It's his anniversary of whatever the fuck, you know, so he's got to, he'll be back at this pay-per-view. People are pushing the shit out of this idea. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, I can like see Roman go over. They have a stare. Like, I think the idea of him and, uh, you know, Rock and Roman have been like a main event for Mania for like on and off like the last two years. Yeah. And maybe they finally pull the trigger. I don't know. I just... It sucks because, like, this is one of those, like, I get Survivor Series in a brand and all this, but you got the the unbeatable champion in Roman against a guy that a lot of people really like and are behind in Big E. And, yeah, the only way they can win and make this work for anybody is through lots of chicanery. But if they decide, oh, well, just, you know, Roman's going to beat you clean, well, then you're going to completely fuck your other champion. <laughs> and I'm really afraid that that's what's going to happen. It, it's that that's become the thing now with Roman. He wins a match, he starts celebrating, and then somebody returns. Mm -hmm. There's seats for WrestleMania. Yeah, even um, though it would make more sense to do it not next year, but the year after in Hollywood. Oh yeah, big time. But uh, as they say, everything's bigger in Texas, and what's bigger than Rock and Roman right now? True that. But I mean, I can see why people are expecting it right now because it's. Like we said, the 25th anniversary of The Rock, which was initially apparently supposed to be the theme for this year's Survivor Series, and then a couple of months ago we heard it wasn't happening because Rock was too busy, um, and then they just started plugging out on social media that it's 25 years of The Rock and people are cosplaying as The Rock. Um, Lots of people. Yeah, it, it would be huge if he did show up right at the end. Um, plus, where it's in the uh, Brooklyn, so. I don't know if that means anything. Mm -hmm. We'll see. I don't know if Rock's making anything right now. I know he's he's was making Black Adam. I want to say that was that, and I want to say Ballers is being filmed, but I'm not even sure on that. I, I, that was still I going. personally have heard nothing. Oh, yeah, that, that could shoot. That's the reason I'm going to stop <laughs> no time soon. Because he's just done Red Notice on Netflix with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, that's right. Yeah, did that one. Uh, I believe they're probably going to do another Jumanji next year, too. Jumanji. Oh, I'm not surprised. So, uh, yeah, I think we're all going for Reigns. Mm -hmm. With a bold prediction. Hi, Chad. Here's your royalties. Uh, with a bold prediction of the Rock return. Cool, let's go with it. Um, but we can just line a new day stare down at some point as well yeah it's a shame that it, everything has to be champion versus champion because we could have got a pretty good survivor series style match out of the bloodline and new day uh, well if they gave kofi and uh, xavier another tag title ring then they could have had like a, a six-man tag instead of separate matches yeah um, okay, I think we did this in the wrong order because I think that's going to be the main event. But we've got the two Survivor Series matches to do. Uh, women's 
team for Raw is Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Queen Zelina. Uh, SmackDown uh, has Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi, I'm still calling her Blackheart, fuck you, Natalia, and TBA, who is more than likely going to be Sonya Deville. Gross. Gross. Um. So that definitely sounds like it's going to end up being Team SmackDown now. Then no. Yeah. Uh, so Aaliyah was originally in the team. Um, Sonya removed her because, well, basically because she's friends with Naomi or something. I, I don't fucking know. Nice. <laughs> nice. All I'm all I've been seeing is like people complaining that Sonya Deville is abusing her power and she needs to be removed and she needs to be fired and shut the fuck up. Bro, that's every fucking heel administrator right. ever <laughs> in the history of WWE and F, bro. Like, are you kidding me? You guys would have loved Eric Bischoff. Oh yeah. Jesus uh, criminy. Oh that guy's killing him. You guys off. think this shit was bad? Fucking go watch some WCW. Oh yeah, the boss, the heel character just they just don't work as a face. No, uh, authority figures are, are nice as faces, but they don't really do shit unless they're a heel. True that. Mick Foley was good as commissioner because he used to screw over all heels. Well, so yeah, because but that and he was over. Yeah, and also he used to get excited. You you all want to fight, so fuck it. You're all gonna have a hell in a cell match. Whoa, 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 were you crazy? That or when you had Sheriff Austin. Oh yeah, <laughs> he just just run down in his in his in his four wheeler. <laughs> also, the like the only interaction he had, like in a ring with Brock Lesnar. Good shit. Yeah, shame. Shame they didn't want to yeah, do business the shame. right way, because then we could have had Brock and Stone Cold. But the fact that your own talent pointed that out is what is what makes that whole situation the worst. It's like, yeah. you didn't smell this money right in front of you? Nah. Well, that's stupid. It's crazy how often Vince doesn't smell money, and yet he's a billionaire. What right? the fuck? Yeah, Austin still gets a lot of shit for, for not doing that much. Yeah. It's, um, it, the, I mean, Austin for it, but he's gone on record and said if it was like money behind it, then he would have had no problem. Yeah, people just believe what they want to believe. So, for the women's, um, yeah, I think we're all pretty safe. Then it's going to be Team SmackDown, and that TBA is going to turn out to be Sonya Deville. Yeah, fine with me. A bold prediction. <laughs> bold prediction? Um, I don't really have no, one for this match. It just seems pretty standard. I thought, yeah, bold prediction was the... Uh, TBA was going to be Sonya oh, Deville. Oh, I, I would say that's a bold prediction, but I think that's fairly obvious that it's going to be Sonya. Because um, I don't see them re-adding Naomi or Aaliyah to the match. Um, no, I don't see that either. Yeah, so... Team SmackDown for me. I like it. Okay, men's Survivor Series match. Again, Team Raw is Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Bobby Lashley, Kevin Owens, and Austin Theory. Team SmackDown is Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, King Woods, Happy Corbin, fuck me. And, oh, another TBA. 
Oh, what, what happened there? Oh, is that going to be Adam Pierce? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Pat McAfee, no, I'm just kidding. Nah, do you know what I think it is going to be? There you go, bold prediction, that's going to be Adam Pierce. Um, I can't, God, please, no. I honestly can't think of anybody else from SmackDown that would be on that team. <clears throat> that's exactly why I said fucking McAfee, but I mean... <laughs> fucking McAfee. <laughs> The only reason I say that is because, like, all week for the last, well, all this week and a little bit of uh, the week past, every time I turn around, he's talking shit about Happy Corbin. Yeah. And how Happy Corbin needs guidance and Happy Corbin this and Happy Corbin that. And I'm like, are you about to go in there and be fucking Happy Corbin's manager, you some bitch? <laughs> I really hope not, but we'll see. You know what else doesn't really make sense? There's six matches. That it's an even number of matches, so it could end up being three-three between Raw and SmackDown. Why is nice. why is there not a deciding match? You need seven matches. Just fuck you. That's why. Uh, yeah. Have a, a but, bonus match. Oh yeah. We don't do. Huh? Um. That would mean though, if it is Adam Pierce. I think he would try to replicate what Sonya Deville did, and then I think it would backfire. So I'm going to go Team Raw. I was going to say Team Raw anyway. <clears throat> Screw it, why not? And then everybody on SmackDown's game be like, you guys, it's a match, you dipshit. There you go, exactly. See, it, it's actually pretty easier to predict when you don't watch it. Hmm. Well, we hope so, you know, because we're over here booking with the fucking brain. Mike's going to come in. He's been following it, and he's going to just completely go against everything we've just said. Yeah, probably. Or he's going to predict exactly the same things, and I'm going to be like, holy shit, you don't even need to watch it. Yes, sir. Um, So I can't think of any more bold predictions or rumors other than the Ronda Rousey one. If I think uh, if they're going to have Ronda go up against Becky again, it'd probably be best if they do it at WrestleMania. They can maybe plant a seed, but I'd say start that at the Rumble. Yeah, which would make sense because Rumble's when Ronda debuted initially. Mm. Um, also... Uh, Ray and Dominic, as we said, were removed from the team, so they're not going to be at Survivor Series unless there's some kind of segment where uh, one of them turns heel. Yeah. How many? About the heel. Probably trying to turn Dominic on his on his father. Well, yeah, that that seems to be the route they're going. Um. How many talk shows we got now? Because Corbin's already in a match, so we can't do what is it, the happy hour? There's some shit. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you not know they uh Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Martha got a talk show? Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, no, this is just that's hot garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh yeah, there we go. That's Survivor Series done. Uh, I'm not going to pick any other old predictions. That's, TV, that. that's TBA. Is that for Team SmackDown? There's a TBA on Team SmackDown, yeah. On both Team SmackDowns. 
which is what makes me think it's going to be Sonia Deville and Adam Pearce. Oh, I was going to say, what if uh, on the men's it's Edge? What brand is Edge on now? I think he got mm-hmm. moved just along with Seth. No. Yeah, yeah, know. they both got moved to Raw. Uh, is he injured again? <laughs> no, he probably just only works certain dates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I mean, that was but how do they write him off TV? He's old. <laughs> well, he's got to go to the nursing home for a little bit now. See you later. You got to go in the cryo tank. Right. Uh, well, they had the Hell in a Cell match, and that was it. So, yeah, he's probably recovering from the Hell in a Cell match, which I still haven't seen, by the way, because it was in Saudi, and I don't watch the Saudi shows, but apparently the match was awesome. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I have on a, on a lot of shows recently. Yeah, I might force myself to watch it at some point. But uh, I sure as hell ain't going to pay for it. No. <laughs> okay, that's Survivor Series done. Um, It's time for the first promo exhibition of the day, of the night, whatever time of day it may be for you. Hello, tomorrow, Australia. It is the first and last time for Robert Davis to face the shape as this is Robert's final hurrah uh, in match wrestling. So um, prepare for bullets. It's time for Robert Davis versus the shape. Good evening. Allow me to introduce myself. I am not the Statman, obviously. That is Robert Davis. I am Statman 2.0. So, uh, I have been working on a formula as to why Robert Davis is so special to the lore of Max Wrestling. And I've been crunching some numbers. And I believe I have come up with a calculation that explains exactly why Robert Davis is so essential. So, let us begin. Robert Davis has 17 appearances on Max Wrestling, which is 5% of the episodes of Max Wrestling. However, Robert debuted on episode 180, 180. So, if we eliminate the first 179, that actually doubles his appearance rate to 10%. So, now, we first met Robert Davis in the first promo climax in 2018. And in that tournament, he had a success rate of 75%, losing only one match against the eventual winner and first ever promo champion, Emilio Blackbane Costello. So, overall, his promo success rate is 50%. He has won 9 out of 18 that he's competed in, which actually is one of the best records out there. Now, Robert has also competed in 4 exhibitions out of 20. 420, which is hilarious, because that's like a weed thing, um, and that is actually 20% of the promo exhibitions that have taken place in Max Wrestling, which is even funnier, because that's another 20. So, going over these numbers, um, what, we, what we can determine from this is that the square root of darkness is absolution. Divide that by flood, and add a sick-ass guitar riff, and that equals the essential Robert Davis. Hmm. Enough gimmicks for a second. Because Robert is 
brilliant as your creations have been, you've also developed a reputation of a shooter in recent years. So I'm sure you're going to take some shots. By all means, fire them. The shape was created for people to unload on, to manifest into whatever shape is required of it. But you see, what a lot of people, and Robert, probably don't realize is that Robert Davis involuntarily played a big role in inspiring the shape. I was introduced to you, I saw you, I watched you, I listened to you, and I saw someone think completely outside the box while everyone else was sitting in a driver's seat with sunglasses on Robert Davis was sitting on his porch covered in blood or his eyes were glowing what I saw was a different way to do this and Robert Davis we don't talk much but you've inspired me and others in so many ways we don't need to be bros, but I've always liked you. I've always respected you. And I've always thought you were one of the most down-to-earth people in this expanded universe of Max Rossing and RWT. I know you're a decent, honest, hard-working, solid guy. And what am I trying to say? You face your demons with undeniable resilience and you've come out stronger. Robert Davis is an inspiration in promos and especially in life. Like I said, I know you're probably going to take some shots at me and that's what you're supposed to do. This is a promo. But I have nothing bad to say about you. Nothing. I admire you. I respect you. I love the fact that we brought Nicola into Max Rossing. She became the demoness. And the two of you developed a sibling-like bond. I love the fact that Emir Costello trusted you enough with his baby to make you a leader in RWT. And I may not be there for the live streams, and I may not know everybody in there, but I love TSK too. I love the fact that you've turned it into your own elite. And I also know you haven't exactly liked some of the decisions that have been made in Max Rossen over the last year or so. And I know the promo order is dead and buried. That bond that we all shared is broken. Nobody trusts anybody. Promo order happy place is no longer a happy place. Hell, the promo order is no longer an order. Even I left the promo order. Happy place. The changes I made recently in Max are because of you and Nicola and DC and everybody else. 
in the TSK or RWT that once picked up a mic because I couldn't stomach the fact that there was once these guys that I have all the respect in the world for and they're all unhappy or mad for whatever reason. What we all built in 2018 and well between 2018 and this past summer was special and it got ruined because it became less about having fun and developing characters and supporting each other and more about scoring points. Somewhere along the way, we got lost. And I guess there's no going back. But I will be infinitely proud of the incredible memories we've created. Everybody that has left, I want you to know that I'm not mad at you. And I hold no grudges. I'm grateful you were all there for the ride. And unless it's a very extreme situation, contrary to belief people, my door is forever open. See, Rob, you and I are actually a lot alike. We both like to put these mysterious spins on our promos. We both appreciate the darker side of music. We both prefer to stay out of conflicts and just like you, I'll soon have a baby girl. And when she's old enough, this time capsule that we created will be... Will be there, so... She knows who Robert Davis is. She knows who Moses Marquez is, who the Demoness is, who Travis Walker Anderson is, who Mike Larkin is, who the Kingpin is, who Daniel Crimmins is, who Flatbread Teddy P. De Niro is. She'll know all about us and the promo order and how we set the promo world on fire. <laughs> <clears throat> on fire. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> we have... We have such things to show you. Time to dance, 
Imagine the story that Robert Davis and the shape could have told. In an alternate reality, we have all the time in the world. But for now, this is your last ride on Max Wrestling. Mr. Davis, it's been a pleasure. And I, the shape, tip my hat to you. Congratulations. You made it to the end of the movie. You survived the boogeyman. And we all know Matt Hardy has nothing on you because Robert Davis truly is stronger than death. Thank you for everything you've done. The promos you've cut. The stories you've told and the power you were brought to the table. You are and will always be essential. What I do next is unclear. What I do know is that Myers created the madness which was passed on to you through the demoness. Now, I take the madness back and I will unleash it upon the world. I have plenty of unfinished business and the shape will have his night. Cypher. When it was announced that the promo order was disbanding, you said you were planning on returning next year. Well, here's your chance. I invite you to a promo exhibition January 27th, 2022 at Podcast Promo Rumble 7. I invite you to give in to the madness. was a change and change was for the better people spoke about loyalty and about the fact that they think they owned the demoness <laughs> when the only person that owns the demoness is Nicola MacDonald the creator of her of us, as one, we have always been stronger. But you mortals had to take everything too far. But I am not here to have a go at any of you. I'm gonna let 
someone else play instead. Shape, you asked for this match. Even though all we wanted to do was walk away. But no, not you mortals. You are like a virus that always comes back. <laughs> oh, you are in for so much fun, Shay. I was one thing, but the one who's coming for you now. He's gonna end you. <laughs> Embrace the madness. Embrace the darkness. Everybody dies. <laughs> the black hearts reign and when the raven calls and from the shadow he will answer what a situation we found ourselves in a eh, shape I always knew our paths would cross I just wish it was under better circumstances you see I've been thinking a lot about time time given time spent I spent three years laying the foundation for Promo League. I laid the groundwork for bosses, money makers, hell even some kings. For people to flourish and grow. I've watched friendships develop that will last a lifetime now. You know the one thing that I'm most proud of? An introverted mother of two coming into Promo League and blowing the doors off the hinges. There's never going to be another one like her. She was the best thing that the promo league will ever see. And there will never be another one like her. Ever again. You know what pisses me off though? The foundation that I helped build. I didn't help build it for sorry pieces of garbage who refused to grow. Who just run amok thinking that the world owes them something because they're too dense to understand they aren't as good as they think. The worst thing about all of that, they were allowed to. You see, the whole premise of the shape, he can take the shape of whatever is needed. Well, we needed you to be a leader. We needed you to be a captain. We needed you to lead the Promo League into the next phase. But now it's gone. After one ill-made, poor decision, we lost it. The foundation that I helped build, the groundwork I laid for so much good to happen, pissed away in a matter of days over a match that had no business being made. And now it's, oh, he's leaving, he's leaving. It's criminal that he never won a tournament or a title. Stop. Save it. Whatever hot air you're going to spew, it's not real. Because you're not real. You know what comes with time, shape, change? You know what forces change, shape, loss? We all lost. There's nothing left to say. In the end, 
everybody dies and no one will remain forever black hearts always rain the next time we have a special event uh is the maxis awards which is now last year it was its own like literal separate thing because it was on a sunday it's on a sunday this year again but now we're including it on the specials calendar so it's going to count towards the uh list of episodes that you've appeared on um cool. the max east takes place on boxing day the 26th of december this year it will of course feature the best and worst of 2021 as voted by you but it also features matches as voted by you phoenix will be defending the knowledge championship against an opponent of your choice people um, Mike mm -hmm. will be challenging the world champion and you guys get to decide what type of trivia they compete in and there may be another match added we haven't decided yet oh well TV title is obviously going to need to be defended mm -hmm. uh, you guys are probably going to vote on the opponent for that one too and one of my favourite awards of the year is the McMahon award for wanker of the year but love it I don't think we're going to need options for it this year because one of the options is definitely going to be Nick Khan. Oh, that guy. I think we may as well just give him the award right now. <laughs> I was like, he seems like the clearest winner ever. Yeah. Uh, you guys also get to vote. Because, uh, we, don't, we, we don't do promo championship matches anymore, but um, we have had a lot this year, so you guys still get to vote for the promo match of the year. Uh, all the maxis will be open. Uh, should we wait till next week or should we just open it up tomorrow? Because you'll have exactly. We'll open it up. Yeah, let's open it up tomorrow. Voting begins tomorrow for the maxis 2021. Uh, and after that, of course, we go on to podcast promo Rumble 7 in January. So before we get there, we need to find out who the world champion is going to be. It is time for Chad Malcolm to defend his world championship against Moses Marquez in a predetermined promo exhibition. Now let's... Uh, Bid farewell to the Phoenix, but first of all, congratulations on retaining the Knowledge Championship three times in one day. Three times. Yes. Uh, we will. Done that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we will, of course, see you at the Maxis. We will maybe see you before then because, of course, this is a new era of Max Rastin. We're trying to get more people on every uh, each week. So, um, in the meantime. Ladies and gentlemen, you can find Phoenix sort of drifting on Twitter. Mm -hmm. At the Phoenix 626. Yes. All right, congratulations, and we will see you very soon. Yeah, um, anytime I'm not doing anything, uh, I'll, I'll happily jump on. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Peace out. Ta-ta. Ta-ta for now. <laughs> so, um, I mean, biggest AEW news, obviously. Hangman Adam Page did it. Oh, yeah. It came out. He came out on top. Um, 
fucking second highest paid pay-per-view in the history of AEW pay-per-views. Yep. Granted, it's only been about two years, but still second highest buy. Uh, a lot of people are saying the best pay-per-view they've ever seen. Uh, the, it's mm. like the the it's. I mean, I personally thought it was better than Full Gear. I mean, uh, wait, this was this was better than All Out. My bad, thank you. And uh, it just everything about it was great. I mean, it just uh, in the TSK. I think we even had discussed like the 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 few. The few things that were like, oh, uh, well, I mean, well, maybe they weren't our fullest of expectations or whatever. Like, uh, what was it? The, the the thrown together tag match, Cody Rhodes and Pac against Malachi Black and like Andrade. We were like, eh, that was probably like the lowest point of the whole fucking show. But besides that, it was just banger and banger and banger like MJF and Darby fucking literally the perfect story. The perfect story. MJF went in there and told you he'd beat you with a simple wrestling move. And not only did he beat you with said simple wrestling move, he did it in his cheating way that only MJF can. Yeah. Fucking great. Uh, Lucha Brothers and FTR. Uh, very fun to watch. I don't like the ending. I thought the ending was stupid. I know that they need a reason to build to continue this feud because I have a funny feeling they're going to end up going for like a uh, winner takes all kind of thing in Mexico. They've already been teasing that idea, and I guess FTR has already FTR has already been booked for Mexico. I don't know when they're going though. I don't know why. Be dry and Miro. I know, right? That will. I mean, you, you're the AAA tag champ, so you got to get out there and wrestle somebody. Yeah, I, I don't know why you're the AAA tag champs either. Because <laughs> it was the most WWE thing that uh, AEW has done, but hey, I mean it's it's continuing a rivalry. I mean, there's reasons for it. It do they are they good reasons? No, but there's reasons, which I guess is a lot more than what WWE would do. It's just yeah, you know, oh yeah, oh we feel like it, so that's why we're doing it. Yeah, you know, B. Dry Miro. Um, I feel like it's sh- I, I don't know why I felt like it was it should have been like a little bit more. Uh, stiff, but it was still really fun to watch. It was still pretty fucking Mir- chest. Yes, uh, Miro losing. A lot of people said that. Oh, now they're ju- they're just gonna bury him, and I'm just like, nope, not at all. You have to understand, B Dry has to beat some people, and he's probably gonna end up not beating Hangman, which just makes Hangman that much bigger. Because this is the point. This is now now for both of these guys, Punk and and uh, and B Dry. They're in a situation where they can easily put over that younger talent. You know, the biggest reason why they're here. To allow these young up-and-comers to get marquee wins over gigantic names. You know, and and Hangman and and B-Dry, putting Hangman over only shoots him more to the moon. And then if Punk puts over MJF, dude, you're just talking about the best heel in the business right now. That's where that leads. Yeah, um... Punk and MJF's confrontation was great. I think it's the first time I've ever seen Punk come to the ring and not say anything. It was, oh yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I love that part. He just like, you know, MJF's going a mile a minute talking about, you know, nobody can beat him on the mic and he's actually one of the better, more underrated wrestlers out there. And You know, again, all stuff you can agree with, but then you get the comparisons of what MJF was and one of those comparisons was CM Punk. And out comes CM Punk and MJF's just like, oh, how, how you doing, Maxwell? 
Punk's like, I don't give a fuck what your name is, and just bolts back back to the back. And I'm just like, well, well, way to fucking completely build the shit out of that and do nothing. I actually liked it because Punk's music hit, and I thought, great, this is what everybody's been waiting for. They're going to just destroy each other on the mic. Um, And then Punk just laughs, shrugs it off, and walks away. He was just, I thought, that was great. That's so punk. Let's just keep it, keep it boiling. Keep not boiling, uh, simmering. Let's keep it simmering, and then there you go. Keep it simmering. Build it for a week or oh. two, and then they can finally just come to blows on the mic. Oh yeah, it'll be fantastic. No, this is. Um, I don't want to say the perfect way to go about this, but it is a direction that where I'm looking at it, I'm excited. It's. I think it's just that we're seeing a more that more badass side of punk. Yeah, he's been he's become a lot more, um, I guess, heel ish or more of a tweener, if you will. Yeah. So, but like I said, it's it's perfect opportunity to use these gigantic names to propel younger talent. Now, uh, Tony Khan got ridiculed because he made some comparisons between um, uh, Punk and Eddie Kingston to Rock and Hogan, and I can kind of see his comparisons huh? to an extent. Um, the bit where Punk was Punk was getting booed, like he compared that to Rock getting booed because he was against Hogan. I can kind of get it because even though Eddie was supposed to be the heel and Punk was the face, Punk was getting pretty much booed out the building because it seemed like he was going to beat Eddie. Um, and he also reacted to the boos, which you don't really see happening very often. But um, no, um, I kind of get that point. That's... But again, that's where Punk is one of the best there's ever been because how many guys have we seen in our history that actually react to the crowd? And you can list more than a handful of them. And right after you say all their names, you're looking around like, yeah, these guys are a bunch of fucking legends. You know, they know how to work a crowd. Not a lot of guys know how to work a crowd anymore. I mean, hell, I say it every fucking week. MJF is literally the guy out there Working the crowd. Nobody works the crowd. He's working the crowd because he knows that that's what it does, that that's what it takes, that this is what real heels do. So it's just fucking – I don't understand this comparison. Like it, To me, like you like you tried to explain it nicely, and it's like – I don't know. Maybe it's the names. Maybe it's the value of said names. Yeah. And it just it, – the second I hear it, it rubs me the wrong way. I get that he doesn't mean it as far as stature, but more as a story. Yeah. And and then even then, I'm like, but I mean, hey, he he, you know, he he's gonna get some heat for some backlight for some you know comparisons. And sure, I mean, he deserves it a little bit on this one, but I I again, I can see both sides of it. I can absolutely see both sides of it because immediately people are getting pissed off because they're thinking you're going off a name. No, we're going off of the match. And then people, oh, well, you can't compare the match. Well, you can compare anything to anything, but that's how it works. You can compare it all. But, I mean, I mean oh, wow, that, make, that is really making my brain work. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, also, I mean, like, Rock was getting booed because it was, like, Hogan's first match in WWE in, what, nine years? <laughs> And it wasn't Hollywood Hogan either. It was regular Hogan. Yeah, he sort of transformed throughout the match. And he won the match. 
Um, exactly. Punk still beat Eddie, which did take me by surprise because I did predict Eddie was going to win. Um, yeah. But then I thought it was great last night on Dynamite when Eddie's trying, <laughs> Eddie's trying to do an interview, um, and uh, the Walmart Young Bucks, Fat Matt and not Nick. Oh my God! Interrupt him, and he has the audacity to say, "Can I not do an interview about getting interrupted?" That shit was great. <laughs> just way to just bring real life into your into your promos. But okay, so you bring up you bring up the Walmart Bucks, and God, I hate that I'm doing this. I'm slowly liking what they're doing. Like, I mean, maybe in NXT, I probably would have. I don't know. I don't want to say as biased as I am that like I wouldn't have liked it. I probably would have. But like, I don't know something something about how they're doing it on AEW, or maybe it's just them on BT or something. But I'm enjoying their stupid banter. The whole, you know, when the fat when Fat Matt's all like, "You want to take a swing at me?" Every time he says it, I crack up. I don't know why, mainly because I wouldn't mind taking a swing at him. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, I'm enjoying what they're doing, which honestly it scares the shit out of me that I say that. But. I guess when you put guys in a certain situation to be funny and it works, it'll work. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could see they were trying to do that in NXT. They just weren't really getting anywhere with it. Yeah, no. It, just, it felt stale as shit. But here, it, it doesn't feel as stale. I mean, they're just loud mouths. They're, yeah. they're really not much different, but just something about it is... I guess more accepting. I don't know. <laughs> All I know is I'm enjoying. Yeah, I kind of kind of enjoy them more in AEW than we did in NXT. That makes me biased more than kiss my ass. Um. So yeah, obviously Brian Danielson, B Dry, is uh the number one contender for Adam Page, and I gotta say I was it was completely unexpected that Brian went full heel mode. It was if, if you now I don't mean to say it like this because this is gonna sound insulting to say it I say it out loud, but if you know anything about the business, you know that this was gonna happen either sooner or later. But before yeah. they ever got in the bell in the ring when the bell hit, this was going to happen. B Dry was gonna start showing signs of a heel turn, or he was gonna go full banana, and he went full banana. Yeah. Okay. We this didn't even get a build up. He just out. went switch heel. Boom! Exactly. I'm here. I'm a heel. <laughs> And he already reminding me a lot of the planetary champion. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, this is I, I, I know this character. I like this character. You know, this could be this could be fun. And he's out there, you know, he wants to congratulate him and then they have a back and forth and then he brings up fucking WrestleMania. And I'm like, why would you ever bring up the words WrestleMania? Talking about how, oh, I won the championship and then I turn around and wrestled the next night. So of course, Hangman being the crazy cowboy was like, well, then let's go then, boss. And Cowardly Heel kicks in, you know. Oh, yeah, not tonight. You know, of course, yeah, you get the whole not tonight gimmick. Oh, well, you know, well, I wasn't saying, you know, that you need to be what I did. It's like, you're a fucking dumb dumb, but it's good <laughs> stuff. And then the thing that killed me is is B-Dry is like sitting there like, yeah, yeah, have all your friends hold everybody back. It's no big deal. I'll just kick your ass anyway. And just like looking at Evil Uno's reaction was like the best part of it. He's just like, well, I didn't hear him say anything. And he just puts his hands up and fucking hangman bolts. It's just <laughs> fucking great. 
So, I mean, they didn't have a full-blown pull-apart, but they're teasing it. And I'm already hearing that there's supposed to be a December show that is, I think it's December 9th, I believe is what it was, or something like that, where it's some big anniversary show or some special show of some sort. And that's where him and B. Dry are going to have their match more than likely going to be televised. Oh, um, uh, is that going to be? So from what I can see from uh, the locations of the next few Dynamites, Mm-hmm. Um, Brian beat Uno in his home state. He's got right. possibly Colt Cabana because it's in Chicago next week. No, he does. Got, he, that's already been made a fish. Yeah, so he's pro- probably going to be kill 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 Colt in Chicago next week. The week after that, I think it's in Georgia, uh, which is where nice. Five is from. Um, and the week after that, they're in Long Island, which is where Hungy is from. Oh, sh- Johnny Hungy. <laughs> so everybody's going to die in a matter of four weeks. In their in their home state, yeah. In their home state. And then they'll probably turn around and right after that have their have their match. But again, that's where B-Dry is going to do the job and go over and, 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 you know, put over Hangman. Yeah. Hope. Um... Dirt Sheet Radio d- described it beautifully. Um, was it actually? I think it was Squared Circle, but anyway, um, they basically said B Dry will be so hated that Arn Anderson could come out and literally shoot him, and it would pop the crowd. <laughs> yeah, damn way to just make Glock Anderson the most like <laughs> official. Hey, you're not over, pal. Jeez, he's like Clint Eastwood out there. Yes. Perfect Fuck comparison. Man. He's uh, Aaron Anderson is like Gran Torino. Torino yes. Oh my god. You ever fuck with someone you shouldn't have fucked with? <laughs> <laughs> I can see Arn saying that too. That's the worst part. <laughs> and the great thing is, I think he came out last week or the week before and just said he actually has never owned a gun. No, yeah, that was the best part. I was like, you lying some bitch. <laughs> Yeah, two Glocks and a 40 in the trunk right now. Yeah. Oh, man. This fucking guy. Alan Anderson, Clint Eastwood, amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck, that was good. I just can't get that image out of my head now. Just like a deep fake of Arn's, he- Arn's face on Clint in Gran Torino. Oh, wow. <laughs> it fits so well, though, too. Yeah. Can can somebody who's good at deep faking please do that, please? Oh, Trav, where the fuck yeah, bud? <laughs> Make it happen. Um, not. I mean, it was apart from those two segments, it was like a pretty normal dynamite. Um, I think they knew what they were That's gonna do next minutes. with Brian and Punk, but they're still figuring out everybody else. Yeah, I mean, it's a. Somewhat of a, I don't want to say a reset mode, but yeah, there's mm. still some, some figuring out to do. I mean, um, my man Jungle Boy over here, part of No Shave November. Yeah. I'm over here. I'm like, you can't do the No Nut November. Have you met his? You know, have you seen his yeah, girlfriend? Very, yeah, very, very true. I can't do that one. But like, uh, so I mean, there's, but I mean, things are brewing. The thing that's that's great about AEW right now is you have your clear top tier guys. And then you can already see that they're brewing for MJF in the background. Mm. 
And that's like, you're building a star. You're doing what you need to do. I mean, yes, he has a thing of going against Punk. So imagine you have this guy building him as the best heel there is in, in AEW, and he turns around and he beats CM Punk. Biggest fan favorite there is in that company besides Hangman. Yeah. You know? It, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be gigantic. So I just it's this company is is firing on all right sellers. This this TBS title is is looking fine. It's somewhat inter, it's it's entertaining. I'm not gonna say somewhat. I don't want to belittle it like that. It is entertaining. I have been enjoying it. Um, I still have no fucking idea who's gonna win this goddamn thing. <laughs> so that's always a good part. I mean, you can uh, kind of see Hangman still kind of finding his confidence, too. Like when he said, I don't usually come out here and flap my gums, but I'm the world champion, so I'm going to do what the hell I want. I mean, and that's that's what I want for my brand new world champ. That's what I want for my guy that, you know, he's a up-and-comer where the only thing he did prior to this was win the tag titles with a guy that betrayed him, and you know now he's got his comeuppance, and it's just storytelling at its fucking best. Really, really is, and, it, it, and it's why I, I fucking love this company. Like, I mean, and then speaking of great storytelling, we turn around and you bring up that main event from from this past Saturday, where it was Hangman and, and and Kenny. Like, it was I've been calling it the American version of Okada and Omega all week. It is it is the best story that you've seen physically. It was one of the better matches I've seen all year. American. Oh, the finish was perfect. Stop myself from American side of it. I believe I gave it a five and a half star rating. Who, whoever's idea it was for the close up of um, Matt just very subtly nodding at Hangman was awesome. That That's TK right there talking in the ear of these producers. Zoom in on that shit. Yeah, and don't, don't was, just no, do like it, a full nod, just do it kind of softly. It was perfect. Perfect. And the greatest part about this, this story of Hangman versus the Elite is not done yet. No. Um, and it makes it so much better. Kenny, they didn't even need to write Kenny off. He basically just said he's going to go away for a while. And I think you could kind of tell that he was banged up. Oh, dude, he's been. Okay, so to give you some insight, I don't know if you've heard any of this stuff. Um, so I watch a lot of different fun things on YouTube. One of the fun things I watch on YouTube are chiropractor and physical therapy videos. One of the guys I follow, his name is Dr. Bo Hightower. He is currently one of the bigger chiropractors on the scene. He works with pretty much every big UFC fighter there is. And his gimmick is, is he uses like these hammers and this like rod to help straighten out your, your body. Well, as of like the last four to five months, he's been working on every single AEW guy he can get his hands on. Miro, his wife, uh, I believe he did Adam Cole and somebody else. And he guess he finally, oh, he did Brian Cage at one point. And now he's officially stepped into the office of Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega was in there talking about how he had to learn to f- wrestle with vertigo. The entire world would be spinning. And he has to be doing all the moves he's doing. For about two years, he's been on and off dealing with vertigo. Neck problems, back problems, shoulder problems, knee problems. All stuff that he's endured over the two years 
He's been with AEW, so and pretty much whatever little bit he had left with in Japan and his whole run in AEW. So he's going to be taking some serious time off. I would not be surprised if we don't see Kenny for about three months. But the great thing is you couldn't tell. No, you can't. Until he lost that title. And that's the great thing about Kenny Omega. But but, um, one thing I did know is the guy could barely lift weights. So he was in there, you know, wrestling a a full-grown 260-pound man, and he hadn't been able to lift weights in about six to seven months. You know, the guy had so bad shoulder problems, he could, he said he could barely lift the bar. And it's just fucking bananas to hear that this guy was going out there each and every week, putting on bangers, doing what he needed to do, and he was literally fucked up. Crazy. Mm-hmm. That's, that's wrestling for your kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it ain't, this is not ballet, as they say. <laughs> Uh, also Ty looked great um, we, we didn't expect her to win but she did a hell of a job like proving herself as a legit contender I think I kept going around telling everybody give me one reason why she shouldn't win nobody can give me one I really Wait. thought that this was Ty's time I get it I know I get it everybody loves Brit. she's on top of the world but guess what if she would have lost would it have mattered I no she's fucking bulletproof I think I said last week, if it was against anybody else, she would have won. Literally, the only reason I had that she didn't wouldn't win was it was against Britt Baker. Yeah, and I think that's what sucks. Because personally, now granted, and the reality of the matter is, is Ty ended up looking strong in the thing because Ty is the only person to not be submitted by Britt. So that's huge. That's something worth remembering, by the way. But the thing is, like I felt like Ty, it was Ty's time. You know, she's... She's dark order. She's gotten, you know, this ultimate fucking push. You know, she hangs out with goddamn negative one for fuck's sake, you know. And then you go in there and again, you're taking on the the, the most popular lady in the whole fucking company. And again, she is bulletproof, bulletproof. She could lose to fucking Vicky Guerrero and nobody would care. I know I say that. Please don't put that negative energy out where something would I need to knock on. But that's what I'm saying. Like, she's that over where her losing isn't a gigantic detriment anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it, it worked out fine. The match was good. Um, did have some sloppy spots, but at the same they worked their ass off. Absolutely worked their ass off. And then speaking of shit, that guys that worked their ass off, that six man, oh my lord. That's probably one of the best six-man tags I've ever seen. And I've seen a lot of PWG, okay? A lot of PWG. You had the whole fucking uh, tacked-up knee pads. They killed Luchasaurus. I thought that was awesome. Uh, Jungle Boy is just out there fucking tearing shit up. He ends up getting the pin and points to points into the sky, a.k.a. his dad. Like, oh, what a great moment that fucking was. And then, speaking of great moments, that fucking, uh, the street fight, the Minneapolis street fight. I have never, in all of my days, and this goes back to my rolling around on fucking jiu-jitsu mats, I've never, in all of my days, seen a mixed martial artist smile as much as I saw Junior Dos Santos (laughs) smile his fucking ass off. 
doing anything and everything he did. Taking moves, he was smiling for taking moves. Hitting a move, he was smiling when taking a move. You swear to God, somebody had to tell him, like, dude, can you please, like, stop smiling for a second? People know this is fake, but, like, God damn, you're just killing us over here. He was having the time of his fucking life. Yeah. Okay? I've, I've never seen a fucking UFC heavyweight just so gleaming with glee. Ridiculous. Absolutely. Oh, God, what a pay-per-view. <laughs> and then and then the main from last night, too. Oh, yeah. You know, we, we had Jay Lethal come in as a surprise on Saturday, and everybody was like, oh, my God, Jay Lethal, oh, my God, Jay Lethal. Now, I was – in that, and, again, you got, everybody knows how big of a Sammy fan I am. I'm a huge Sammy fan. I've been following the guy forever. I felt like this could have been the perfect opportunity for Sammy to lose the TNT title. Yes, it would have been a little quick, considering he hasn't held the belt for long, but you – I mean, if you really wanted to establish Jay Lethal, that would have been the excellent way to do so. But him losing also really doesn't hurt him. He's still that fantasy booking guy, you know, where you you want to book him in crazy cool stuff. You know what I mean? You want him in the title picture. You want him in this. You want him in that because of name value. Yeah. So, but still, I mean, excellent main... Uh, Sammy is on top of the world. Way to fucking sell the shit out of the ribs. He he fucking he sold me, boy. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's hurt. I was just about to mention also, you know, coming off the street fight, selling those injuries. Big, like I mean, selling, bro, selling. The whole picture in picture time. Doc is all checking him out, making sure he's okay, and literally everybody in the TSK is like, are we being worked right now? And I'm like, homie, I've been worked. What do you mean? I'm over here, cause for concern. <laughs> and then everybody else before you know it, they're no, they're worried and they're worried and they're worried and then you hear Teddy P out of nowhere, this guy's fucking shoot hurt. And that's when he pushes <laughs> the ref aside and gets in. I'm like, well, maybe not shoot shoot hurt, but he's probably really hurting. So, I mean, but it was great stuff. Yeah. Great stuff. <clears throat> I can't wait to see who Lethal goes up against next. Um and I, I don't know. I don't know if it if it was a surprise or if it was announced. I missed it. But uh, Ishi. Team oh no! Lawrence Ishii Cassidy. was announced uh, over on Saturday. So How did I missed that. That was the other thing. Thank you for bringing that lovely part up. First off, Ishi in AEW, fucking great. Just, I, I just great job. Fucking kudos to whoever went out of their way to make phone calls to get him. Oh yeah. Okay. Now, to bring up the reality of the matter is they have been dropping the shit out of the name Okada. Kazuchika uh-huh. Okada. Kazuchika Okada. Whatever you want to call him, they have been name-dropping the fuck out of him. Okay? And Ishii shows up after, you know, the idea the, the idea of a Chaos member helping him in a tag team match, I was what Rocky was saying during the pay-per-view, that, and now, like I said, out comes Ishii, and what ends up happening? Ishii gets the W. He hits the brain buster and he gets the pin. If you're telling me Okada's not confirmed, I'm calling you a liar to your face. <laughs> he is coming. Okada is in the States. Him and Ishii are going to be in the States, if I'm not mistaken, for about six weeks. During that time, I expect, highly expect, both of them to be on Dynamite and Rampage, respectively. I think also one of my new favorite things is uh, JR pronouncing both eyes at the end of Ishii's name. Ishii! 
Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's you're I know. Yeah, yeah, she, I know. but I love. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's like he. It's like when he says it, he adds like six e's on the end of it. You know, goddamn e g. Like, well, wait a wait a minute. Like, calm down there, Jr. It's not barbecue sauce. You can't just put more e's on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely don't put more e's on it. Um, so good the, shit though. Yeah, other than that, the TBS Championship is taking shape. Um, Nyla Rose is the first one in the semifinals. She will be up against Statlander or Ruby Soho. Um, starting to like, real quick, starting to like Nyla a little more, but I swear to God, she is the spot monkey of the women's division. Yeah. I'm going to go through this. I'm going to go through that. I'm going to go through this. That's Nyla. Yeah. Um, and then also in the semifinals, we're either going to have Thunder Rosa and Jamie Hayter. Or <laughs> we got this match again, really. Uh, Jade Cargill <laughs> or Red Velvet. Ew, bro. It's gonna it's gonna end up Jade and Nyla in, in the semifinal. Uh, uh, in the final, I mean. Okay, that's fine. I guess. I mean, I like the 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 idea of Thunder Rosa winning the thing because she is excellent. But I, if you need to crown one of your bigger, stronger people, I get it. I get it, but hopefully this this title is a little flippy floppy. Yeah, actually, it may even be uh, Jade and Ruby. Oh yeah, Soho. That's right. Yeah, That's I, another I, possibility too. I expect Ruby to go over Chris. Um, I mean, no disrespect. I love Chris Statlander, but uh, Ruby Soho is just one of the biggest names in the women's division. Very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think. They need a face versus a heel for the final, so Ruby versus Jade makes the most sense. It does. You know, you have the the bigger, stronger lady against the the smaller, more experienced veteran. Yeah, either that or Nyla versus Rosa, which I think we've seen before. Yes. I'm about to say that was like an early matchup. We've also got a long-ass way to go before the final. The final's not till January. Yeah, I know. That's the thing that kills me. It's like, why didn't we already crown this thing? But, I mean, the idea is that they're going to crown it the day they start on TBS. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it works. It's whatever. Uh, Have they they changed the name of the pay-per-view in January this year, too? Oh, I think they did, but I don't know what to... Yeah, it's not um, Revolution this year. Yeah, no, it's going to be something else. Oh, I got to track this shit down now. So, yeah. Move, you stupid ass. Mm. Uh, 2022. Oh, cool, we're doing Winter is Coming again, apparently, this year. Nah. That's, I think, that, I believe, is the special event that uh, B-Dry and, uh, and Hangman are going to go at it. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I also expect more surprises because, of course, that's where Sting debuted. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the fuck was the no, name no, of the no. pay-per-view? That's a good question. Uh, I believe was... they advertised it, but I don't... Yeah, I, I, don't I saw the name and I thought, oh, we're not doing Revolution? Okay. Shit. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Yeah, actually, I think they are doing okay. Revolution. Okay. I thought they changed the name of one of the pay-per-views, but whatever. Right. I like Revolution. Yeah, it fits with them. 
it's a, it's a nice worded you know word to base their program on yeah um that is dynamite uh what was the match we got for rampage tomorrow with the super click i got the card okay it was brian danielson versus colt cabana thunder rosa versus jamie hater for the tbs title uh, Cody Rhodes, Pac, and the Lucha Bros, eight-man tag against Andrade, uh, Malachi, and FTR. Oh, I'm sure there was a promo where Adam Cole mentioned Rampage. Or did he mean next week? Maybe next week. Because the only other thing I see on here for Rampage is it's going to be Punk and MJF kicking it off. Huh. All right. Um... Okay, I got Adam Cole, Darby Allen, and more set for AW Rampage. Da, 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 da. Yeah, he cut a promo on Jurassic Express last night before challenging him to a tag match against himself and Bobby Fish on Rampage. Oh, that's what it was, okay. But that match isn't confirmed, apparently. Goddamn TK. <laughs> Too many white claws in, he forgot all about it. <laughs> uh, he also apparently forgot about Billy Gunn versus Darby Allen. Oh, that's right. Yep. Because, you know, if Darby wants to wrestle the biggest and the baddest, and according to Billy Gunn, that's him. Uh, so. Okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> Whatever. Well, there exactly. we go. Exactly. All right, then. Um, that is everything we need to go through, of course. Again, the Maxis is open tomorrow to begin voting. Um,. <clears throat> well, some of them anyway. We uh, we may need to add some things from Survivor Series, but I highly doubt it. I highly doubt there's going to be a match of the year candidate at Survivor Series. Right. But uh, most of the voting is going to open tomorrow. Um, and before we go anywhere, I believe we need to pick a Geek of the Week. Oh, Lord, i got to pick a Geek of the Week. Let me hit the music. Pencil-neck geek, gritty freak, scum-sucking beard with a lousy physique. He's a one-man, no-cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil-neck geek. Pencil-neck geek. Um, do, do you have a geek of the week this week? It was hard to pick one, and, uh, and literally off the top of my head, I'm really trying to think. Um, now, here's my issue. Normally, the geek is a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I, okay, see, so something tells me in my brain to like, I should just pick Sean Spears and go on with my life because he looked so stupid in his fucking jacket yesterday. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to spare him. And today, I'm actually going to recognize the best geek there is in the business. Not only is he an absolute buffoon all the time, but he is great at his job. So, Brandon Cutler, thank you for being the only geek worth watching every week. Fair enough. Um, and this one's a foregone conclusion, but, uh, here's the music for Wrestler of the Week. Very easy to pick this week and very obvious. It's got to be Hangman. As it only should be, baby. I knew I knew I'm it was going to be Hangman week. for Wrestler of the Week this week, like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I mean, it, it, can this man be denied at this point? Nope, he's ungoddamn deniable. Ungoddamn deniable. Perfect way to put that. <laughs> so, there we go. That is promo series done. Promo series is complete, and so is your week. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us at Max Racing UK on social media. Thank you to everybody, as always, on SoundCloud. And our website is, of course, maxwrestling.net. If you haven't already, go check out the pre-launch show for the Ring of Games to... Um, I know you. I've already spoiled it, that Moses won the TV title, but just enjoy the whole experience because it was a super fun show. Probably it was super fun. Easily the most enjoyable trivia I've ever done. Not even gonna lie, as a guy that competed in it, it was probably the most fun. I can't wait for it to happen again because that's how much fun it was. It was it's it is a different mindset for trivia. It is not just like how we do the Spitfire one, as you saw Phoenix blow through all of us no matter a <laughs> goddamn seconds at some bitch. But it's more fun. Now the thing is, is would he have beat me on that? I don't know about all that, but Again, it was crazy fun. You got to go check it out. Yeah, I get it. I'm wearing gold already. But you, as like I always used to say, when you would be told spoilers about wrestling, you would ignore them so you can go home and watch it to see how it played out. Yeah. But, I mean, also you, you guys can play along with the rounds, so you can play, you know, test your own knowledge. That too. Um, I believe we'll be doing the Ring of Games again in January, uh, just before the Rumble. All right. Uh, and well, we would have found out yesterday how Phoenix would have done if he'd have woken up for it, but he didn't. That guy. So uh, he does technically Snoozing still get some points guy. because Chad represented Phoenix <laughs> as well oh, yeah, as, as well as playing like for himself. Said, if, if the game itself wasn't fun, having a guy play for two people was <laughs> even funnier. Um, the guy couldn't figure out if he wanted to sabotage yeah. himself or, or his opponent. I think also one of the main things that made it so much more fun was that we did it in video so we could see each other's reactions it was the best part too that was just the best part um and chad with a mouthful of food when i ask him a question always <laughs> always this guy always with the food this guy um okay follow us on social media at the captain 512 at mcl92 for mike larkin who um didn't make it to the show obviously um, and of course, SMR Podnet for Moses. So, all you pencil neck geeks better listen up because this is what Moses has in store for you this week. That's right. Make sure to go go shoot Mike a message one time. Tell him thanks for all his hard work and all that biz and jazz. I'm sure he'll greatly appreciate it. But as far as my part, your newly crowned television champion is here. You will not get a promo this week. You come back next week because I know that's what you're anticipating and waiting for. Come back next week as I will. I am, you know what? This is how I'm going to start the promo gimmick. So Maxie's is, uh, Maxie's goes, uh, the voting starts as of tomorrow. So check this out. I'm going to figure out a poll that's going to go up on the Max uh, Facebook page. Probably, it'll probably go up tomorrow. And this lovely poll is going to be a list of four people. And out of those four people, y'all need to pick one guy that I'm going to cut a promo on. We're going to go like old school like how the promos used to be where you had to cut it on some random thing that Dazzy would come up with. Well, guess what? <laughs> Week one, y'all going to pick my opponent to cut on. They don't get a comeback. So some of these names are going to be hilarious. Like I'm thinking, I'm already going to tell you right now, one of the names on the list is going to be Nick Patrick. 
Gonna say it oh, right now. Yes. One of the names is gonna be Nick Patrick. If you want to hear me cut a promo on Nick Patrick, vote for Nick Patrick. But he's probably the number one. I'm gonna come up with some other ones. So look forward to that. Come back next week for the promo. Uh, as far as Bolt Rant stuff, we got two episodes drop, and we drop uh, the preview episode later today. Or I'm sorry, the recap episode later today from the Vikings game. Bullshit way to go out. I talk about all the ways to fix that fucking bullshit. I talk about all the ways, the ways to change the offensive gameplay, way how to play spy on defense. I turn into Coach Mo, if you will, on that episode. And then literally, literally tomorrow morning, you will wake up with another edition of Bolt Rant. This one is going to be me looking into the free agency, looking into the draft. I've already done like three of these episodes, but the, dra- the college football season is over. So it's time to start looking at the draft. Saturday drops your preview as we go into the Steeler game Sunday night. I already got a bunch of players on the COVID list. Kind of really sucks. As far as retro stuff, retro stuff is going to be dropping on Mondays like it does. I believe we're still waiting for the 28th, the Fallout episode for uh, Halloween Havoc. One of those things where life got in the way, folks. So that's with that. And then really quickly, if I can get real serious for just one hot second. For any of you out there that are parents that are listening to this, what I want y'all to do, I don't care if your kid is 2 or 22, 42. What I want y'all to do is I want you to call them, tell them you love them, tell them you're proud of them. Earlier today, or earlier yesterday, I should say, I unfortunately had to go pick up my daughter from school because she had the biggest heart in the world. This pandemic has been beating the crap out of a lot of people mentally. And unfortunately, one poor lost teenage soul felt he needed to go the easy route. And uh, my daughter don't play that shit. So she uh, basically had to stop a young man from doing something he would have seriously regretted. And because of that, I have been praising her all day long because she has... And I will gladly say this to anybody. And if you tell me I'm a bad parent for saying it, she's got balls bigger than you, baby. Okay, for doing what she had to do. So, again, go thank your kids. Go tell them you love them. Show them appreciation because you don't know who in this world is hurting. Go be a good parent. I don't know how I switch back into host mode after that. Jeez. Um. (laughs) That's my bad. (laughs) Well... Nah, we don't have any predictions next week, so... Um, do we? No, we don't. So, no. I, yeah. We got a little pay-per-view break. So, but, but anyway, come back next week because it is the new era of match drafting officially. Uh, I know we've kind of slowly been building it over the last few weeks, but next week is the official first reign of the Captain and Mo. Oh, yeah. Uh, So, go watch some wrestling, then come back and listen to us talk about it next week. Goodbye, and good night. You be slipping away on my fingers, Fiends, but I'm going to catch you. I'm going to catch you slipping one of these days, boy.